Underdog Collectibles is an online shop run for collectors by collectors. Join them every Sunday, Tuesday, and Thursday night as they break new products, talk sports, and hopefully you'll pull a great hit to add to your collection. This week they'll be breaking Bowman Sapphire, Obsidian Football, and Elite Basketball. Check them out at www.udogcollect.com and tell them Wax Pack Hero sent you. Remember, always bet on the underdog. You're listening to the Wax Pack Hero Sports Card Minute, a podcast where we discuss both the hobby and business sides of collecting. I'm your host, Mike Summer, and I want to help you buy, sell, and trade your way into a collection you'll love. Today it's time to take a walk down memory lane. I recently returned from a vacation up to northern Wisconsin with my family and we were at a cabin up in northern Wisconsin that has been in my family for 40 to 50 years at this point. My grandparents bought it back in the 70s and I've been going up there at least for about a week every summer for the last 40 years, pretty much my entire life. And there's so many memories that are connected to that cabin. When I walk in the cabin, the the unique smell of the cabin just floods back memories. I can think about touching the rough, grooved um, surface of the countertop. And I can remember touching that as a five or six-year-old as my grandpa and my dad were cleaning fish. And then I would take that filet and rinse it in the clean water bowl as we'd get ready to have a fish fry that night. There's just so many memories that are connected to that. And that just makes me think about how nostalgia is a powerful thing and that there are things from our past which can just take you back to very specific places or bring up long-forgotten memories, even if sometimes decades have passed. You know, sometimes it's the smell of a, a cabin or the smell of a shirt or the scent of a perfume Or sometimes it's a tangible item like a toy from our youth or for me, sports cards. You know, I have no idea where most of the cards in my collection came from. You know, with the hundreds of online orders and in-person purchases that I've made, there's just too many to keep tabs on. But there's some cards which I have a deep connection to. And there's some cards that I've got memories for that are directly tied to those cards and I can remember everything about when I got that card. And so today I thought I would just take a walk down memory lane with you and talk about some of those cards from my collection and the memories that are associated with them. The first one is the 1986 Topps Thad Bosley. Now you've heard this story before, but this is the card that started it all for me and it's one of the most vivid memories I have from my childhood. In our little town of 5,000 people, we had a department store called Zoles, and during the summer of 1986, I was in there with my mom shopping for some play clothes, and we were in the, the boys' clothes section as we started checking out. I noticed that on the counter was that box, and inside that box were some solo packs of 1986 tops. I'd heard kids in the neighborhood talking about baseball cards, but I'd never had any of my own. At the same time, I was getting involved in Little League and starting to pay more attention to the Major League Baseball season, and I had followed my grandma's lead and chosen the Cubs as my team. And so when I saw that pack with a Cubs player on top, I just had to have it. And that player was outfielder Thad Bosley. 
I can remember opening that pack. I can remember putting them on the dresser of my in my bedroom when I got home. And that is the, the pack that started it all. And I'm so glad that my mom agreed to pay that 59 cents or 69 cents or whatever it was for that cello pack that day. But that's what started it all. A couple years later, I had expanded into football cards too. And my knowledge of the hobby was growing as well as my knowledge about some of the sport legends of my dad's generation. I had heard the stories of kids finding old cards in a garage sale and in their grandparents' attic. But up to that point, I had never been so lucky. Well, one day we were at my grandparents' house and I was talking with them about collecting cards. And I can still feel the excitement as my grandpa said, I think we have some of those up in the attic. And as we walked up those stairs, I imagined fistfuls of mantles and maize and Jackie Robinson cards. Well, it took a few minutes, but eventually he found a shoebox with several hundred cards in it. There weren't any baseball cards in there, but there were some great football cards from the 60s. And this 1963 Topps Jim Brown was one of the first that I discovered. And at the time, it was the oldest sports card I owned. I'll always cherish that attic discovery. It's my, it's my attic discovery, my story of uncovering a bunch of my dad and uncle's old cards from when they were kids. And it's also one of the favorite memories of my grandparents' house. In my neighborhood growing up, there were several of us who were a few, or there are several kids who were a few years older than me who were avid collectors, and they were a primary source of my card education, sometimes for good and sometimes not so good. Well, in 1986 and 87, the Bears were hot in central Illinois. They were coming off of the Super Bowl shuffle and their Super Bowl victory. And all the kids in the neighborhood wanted to get our hands on as many Walter Payton, Willie Galt, and Richard Dent cards as we could. And of course, we wanted cards of Jim McMahon. Well, one of the cards I found in my grandparents' attic was a 1968 Gail Sayers card. That's going to come into play in a second. I can still remember sitting in my friend Aaron's room going through cards when the idea of a trade came up. I saw that he had a Jim McMahon rookie card, and being that that came out in 1983, a few years before I started collecting, there was, you know, I I did not have that card. I had to have the one that Aaron had, though, that's for sure. He looked through some of my cards and saw that Gail Sayers card and said he'd be willing to trade for it. Well, we looked it up in the value, or we looked up the values of those cards in the annual Beckett book. And since the Sayers was worth a little bit more, we found a few more cards that Aaron had that I wanted and some supplies because we didn't have a hobby shop in town. And so anybody that had uh, sleeves or pages or anything like that, that was a hot commodity when you're 10 years old. And so we added a bunch of those things together and we evened things out. You know, at the time, the trade was fair from a value perspective. And from an enjoyment perspective, I cherished that McMahon more than the Sayers. But looking back 30 years later, Aaron ended up with the better end of that trade. I actually ran into him a couple years ago and we reminisced about that day. He said he still has that Sayers. So he also valued that Sayers and um, that meant something to him as well. And that was was cool. So even though he got the better end of the deal, from a sentimental value perspective, we both did well. Sometimes recency bias leads us to think that scamming and shadiness is a new development in the hobby, 
but this next memory anchors me to the fact that it's always been around. There's another neighborhood kid who collected cards, and one day he asked if I wanted to come over to trade. He wasn't one of my better friends, and he kind of had a reputation in the neighborhood about causing trouble. Well, we were in his room going through our 1987 tops. We were admiring our Bonds, Canseco, Pete Incaviglia, and of course, Wally Joyner cards. Although at one point, I left the room to go to the bathroom, and when I returned, my Joyner was nowhere to be seen. And I had just showed it to him right before I left, but now, two minutes later, it was gone. He never admitted to taking it, but I know that he did. I was filled with anger as I walked home that afternoon, and I can still feel that anger when I think back to that day. That was also the last time I ever traded cards with him. So there was shadiness going on for years and years and years. That is not a new development. And also in 1987 is another memory. That was, you know, the second year of my collecting journey. And in our little town, Tops was pretty much the only brand that you could find at the gas station and drug stores and grocery stores and things like that. Donruss and Fleer were exotic brands that we had to travel to the big city of Peoria to find. Well, for my birthday that summer, I wanted to invite a few friends to go out to dinner and I was able to invite them to go into Peoria with our family to go to Showbiz Pizza. Man, I love that place. Pizza, animatronic characters, skee-ball, and video games. That's like the perfect combination for my 10-year-old brain. Well, right next door to Showbiz was a Toys R Us. And after dinner, we headed over there to see if there was anything I wanted to spend my birthday money on. One of the first things I saw as I headed to the baseball card section was a freshly stocked display of Donruss Rack Packs. All right, confession time. In 1987, I was a pack searcher. I would look through those boxes of clear cellophane rack packs to see if there were any players I liked on the front or the back of those packs. Does that even count as pack searching? Well, anyway, I looked through them and found one with Mark McGuire staring right back at me. That rated rookie logo was was enough to, to make me super excited. I picked it up and I was thrilled. Every time I look at that card in my binder, I still have it. I remember that night as a 10-year-old. Even though that was 33 years ago, I can still remember that night like it was yesterday. I, I just, I mean, it's amazing how vivid that memory is from 33 years ago. And finally, I've got a more current memory for you. One of the first products I bought in my return to the hobby in 2015 were some 2014-15 Donruss Basketball Hobby Boxes. The idea of a jersey and autograph card being included in each box was a new concept to me, and so I was super excited to see what I was going to find inside these packs. Opening these packs gave me my first exposure to the smell of Panini cards. It seems weird, but it's true. And this experience anchored that smell in my memory bank. And so now, even today, three or four years later, every time I open a pack of Panini cards, I think back to that November evening opening packs in the basement while watching TV with my wife. One of the first hits I pulled that night was a LeBron James jersey card. I loved it. He was, he was one of the, the best and is one of the best basketball players of this modern era. And having a card with his player-worn jersey in it was something brand new and fresh to me and that was one of my first pulls or my first experiences of this new collecting era for me 
you know, I also was going through those cards and they had the iconic rated rookie logo and seeing those again for the first time in years coming out of a pack was really cool. And so the combination of that nostalgia of the Donruss brand combined with this newly anchored smell and this new LeBron card with a piece of game worn Jersey in it was enough to know that I was back. So do you have any similar memories of your own? Do you have any cards that can take you back to a specific moment or a specific memory, whether that's 1, 2, 5, 10, 20, 30, 50 years ago? I'd love to hear what that is. It's just so neat to me how some of these cards have such intense power to bring back these vivid memories. And so if you do, let me know. Send me a note at waxpackhero at gmail.com or follow me on Twitter at TheMikeSummer. I would love to hear what those memories are and maybe be able to share them with some of the other listeners. Also, make sure you check out the Hobby Hotline live every Saturday morning and on Monday evenings. We get to talk about whatever hobby topics are on your mind. It's a show that is for the listeners, and we love to, to just talk the hobby and hang out. So check out the Hobby Hotline as well. That's all I've got for you today. I will catch you next time.